in the the who? There's Alvin Simon Theater. There's Chickmunks, but right. there's a dad. Yeah, he's the one that yells Alvin. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name? Will Ferrell. Not funny, but um, well, that thought's gone. This is going to be great. Oh yeah, so that's what it reminds me of. You ready? <clears throat> okay. Ready? Oh, for the head of the, yeah, the Christmas. Like when, yeah, yeah, when yeah. Alvin comes in, he's like, Alvin, 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 okay, I'm ready. I'm following you. Let's go. Hey, Russ. Oh, no. <laughs> if you don't want to make a podcast, I can get someone else. How long you been recording? Uh, enough. It's <laughs> enough. Oh. It's fine. It's Everything's going to be fine. It's not true. Um, you don't know that. I, it's true. Yeah. yeah. All you can do is live your life. And calm down. Assuming that everything's going to be fine. And, and yeah, generally, everyone just calm down. <sighs> just calm down. Welcome to One Beer, One Song, where, of course, on each episode, we talk about a beer and or a song. Sometimes. sometimes multiple beers, sometimes multiple songs. But never. <clears throat> There's never not been something to drink. Correct. Because I was reading something earlier where we said never no beers. I'm like, we've done some whiskey only episodes, I think. Like five years oh, ago. Branch and Barrel. Branch and Barrel is an independent restaurant at the Avalon. If you don't know where the Avalon is, it's um, White Mecca in uh, Alpharetta. It's hoity-toity stops, uh, stores like Lexus and Apple and Levi. How? Oh, I'm thinking of the Avenue in East Cobb. No, this is the Avalon. Avalon. Um, I'm such an idiot. But what I like about it, there's many things I don't like about it, but one of the things I like about it is that most of the restaurants are independently owned. You have Farm to Ladle, uh, El Felix, um, but Branch to Barrel, I just went there, and the food was great. The staff was fantastic, but they have this cold-pressed coffee machine, mm -hmm. uh, Gravity, and they, but instead, they've repurposed it to flavor bourbons. So they pour the bourbon at the top, and it goes through glass things and spirals, and it drips down. They were doing cherry wood flavor. Jolly Ranchers? No, cherry wood. Okay, sure. And then it slowly boring, drips through there, whatever. and then goes around other things and lands in the bottom. And the whole thing was about three feet tall. And I was like, well, what else do you guys do with this? He's like, well... See that barrel right here? They have a tiny little cask. And uh, it was about like uh, two feet long, one foot in diameter. And he goes, that's a chocolate orange bourbon we did. You want to try it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he gives it to me and it and it felt like Christmas. It was just, it was smooth. You got the nice sweetness from the chocolate against the, the brightness of the bourbon. They just, it was awesome. Did they have a shrimp bourbon? I mean, did... Because that would be cool, like a shrimp cocktail, get a little horseradish, and little, like the shrimp part where you put the bourbon through the shrimp. Like they could run the bourbon down that part of the back where the shrimp poop vein is. That'd be awesome. The position of host is always open. Perpetually. This is a, this is a, God, this do-it-yourself uh, media production here. That okay. was, uh, um, but the food was great, and if you're in Alpharetta-ish area. I'm not ever in Alpharetta. And I I'll take you. try to not ever be an Alpharetta. Uh, me too. But the food up there and there is really good because it's independently owned. Okay. And not conglomerates. I'm just going to have to trust you. Speaking of food. Speaking of food. I have, I have concluded my uh, two-year quest on finding the perfect salad dressing. It only took two years? You can bite me. Man, way to wrap it up quick. I am... <laughs> Just I've jump gone to conclusions. Through, I've gone through the store bots. I've gone through the store bot freezer section. I've gone through the make it own, uh, choose your own adventure, make okay. your own. Uh, I've bought a salad shaker, a salad dressing shaker to make it by OXO. Like I went like snooty snooty. Salad dressing shaker is a container with a lid. 
No, it's a specific one that I can make my own salad dressings in, and I can see like how much of stuff I'm putting in there. And then it has a spigot, you finger close, and then you can shake, 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 and then you can drizzle. How is that different from a jar with a lid? I wanted this one. It was made by OXO. Sure, fine. Uh, I was going down this journey. I wanted to do it correctly. Um, man, you're... You're mean when we do too. I, I want to, uh, so I want to understand, I, have... I want to, so back up. I want to understand more about your approach to salad dressing as a lifestyle. Like I'm sure there are different categories, like well, sure, cream, cream based, based and oil based, based, you know, whatever. Get out of like, my head. I just, I, I know that's coming and I want to make sure that you lay that groundwork first. Okay. Who doesn't love a great Caesar salad? Um, I mean, Brute. <laughs> Caesar's fine. It's good. Caesar's I try not good. to eat romaine anymore because it's just full e. of coli. Poop. It's just full of yeah. poop. All of it. I, I used, uh, what's romaine? Is that the head? That's iceberg. Iceberg is the head. looks like cabbage. Yeah. yeah uh, Romaine's like... the tall green S- one. Small hands. It has the really thick ribs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try not to eat that too. Mm-hmm. I'd use a lot of leafy greens mm-hmm. in my salad. Very bitter. Goes well with like my tomatoes and other products I put and on top of it. Personality. Yeah. It's right. fine. You can kiss my ass. And so I've gone through cream based, but I didn't want the extra calories. So then I switched over to the refrigerated section where it's based on Greek yogurts. Okay. And those, they're not good. The Greek the yogurt. store-bought dressings based on Greek yogurt rather than just cream. and Yeah. And I didn't want the oil. I didn't want the fat from the oil. Mm-hmm. So there, there goes your oil base. So I was like, okay, let's try to make our own healthier versions. And uh, I, I have concluded that no store-bought nor homemade dressing is good. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> I have, though, discovered the perfect salad dressing. Okay. Guacamole. Uh, I mean, wait. Uh, okay. So it gives that it sound, a That sounds like a cop-out to me, where you're just like, that's all that was there, and you're like, fine, I'm just going to do this forever. No. It brings a creaminess to uh, the salad, mm-hmm. helps things stick together a little bit. And brings some brightness from uh, the citrus note. <clears throat> so, are you talking like a guacamole-based salad dressing, where you just like whip it up and to make it smooth and pourable, or are you just scooping guac onto whatever? Well, ma- way to make and, it sound dirty. Um, I mean, you know. But I buy the single-serve guacamole containers. I dump that onto the chopped greens, stir to combine, top that with the other toppings, and then stir to incorporate, and then go to town. <clears throat> And the only reason I'm buying the single serve is because if I buy a bigger container, it turns brown and no one wants to eat that. I mean, this is like, <laughs> you have a brand here. You, you have a brand because this is like the the most thoughtful, fanciest, sad bachelor shit that you could imagine. <laughs> Sing, um, single serve guacamole for salad? Like... It's th- an extravagance. That, I, I admit it. I, I, I'm, you know, punishing. <laughs> It's an opulent expense. I agree. Uh, I'm, My I'm God. Yeah. But I can't eat it fast enough for the larger containers to go. But I noticed because you went to Costco, you had like the multi-pack large guacs in there. And I'm curious. <laughs> so you look in the fridge, you're like, well, lottie frickin' da. Look at all that guac. <laughs> no, I'm curious. It, it, there's like three large packages in that box. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I cut a corner mm-hmm. of that, could I squeeze it? Absolutely. So basically a pastry bag. Yeah. Fantastic. Because that eliminates my need for single serve containers and I can control the brownness. So way to contribute. Absolutely. Way so what br- we do is we take one of those uh, <clears throat> those things and we cut the corner off and we squeeze a little bit into a bowl, put the rest in the fridge, and then we eat the stuff out of the bowl with whatever chips or 
let's be honest, it's chips. And then uh, you're, you're not being healthy and using celery. And then we forget about the rest of the stuff in the fridge. And then a few weeks later, we just throw it away. Well, I just want to thank you for enhancing my salad experience because I'm going to go to Costco tomorrow and buy me some big some fucking things of guac. Pastry bags full of guacamole. I, I can't wait. Did I already do the intro? Are we already into this thing? Go I ahead. have no idea. Welcome to One Beer Lounge. This is where Russ talks about. Um, where Russ is a brand. Um, what is the shirt? We're going to make a shirt. The conspiracist theorist. <laughs> Somebody please tweet that at us so we can have it in writing. Because I'm... I already, I'm going to forget it from the last episode. Oh, no one should listen. No one should remember. I can't believe you remember. It's been a whole 30 minutes. I, oh. I can't believe it either. I can't even remember what I'm talking about literally in oh the same episode. So I just opened this beer and it's. So last episode, of course, we reviewed um, the hot girl summer white claw seltzer drinks, um, which are this generation's um, Zima, Zima. Uh, wine cooler, Smirnoff ice, whatever. So the wine coolers were in the 80s. Zima was in the 90s. Uh, Smirnoff ice was in the, uh, the early aughts. Um, and now we're on to um, the White Claw Hard Seltzers. Not to, not to s- stay on that too long, but the re- so I, have, I feel like the, the hard seltzers are going to stick around a little bit longer. Um, the, as compared to what? As compared to Zima or Bartles and James. Bartles and James or whatever, Smirnoff Ice. Um, and here's the reason why. Because <clears throat> the the hard seltzer is basically just an alcoholic version of seltzer water, which is already extremely popular. I, I'm On the last episode, I mentioned, like, I drink the shit out of seltzer water. So, like, you put some vodka in it. Cool. Let's just keep on trucking. Um, so for that reason, I feel like um, it might have a little bit more staying power. Um, but we'll see. Also, the affordability of it. I mean, I picked up a twelve pack for twelve dollars, and you know, yeah, that's that is that is inexpensive. So to follow up, we need a palate cleanser from the that right. awful, horrible, like heavy. <laughs> what? From the lightness, effervescent, refreshing, right. fruity hard seltzers. So we went from five percent mm-hmm. sparkling seltzer with alcohol, and we're jumping to just, just one step. One step down the, one the notch, yep. one notch, uh, hop and frog, Taurus, the tyrant, triple oatmeal, Russian Imperial stout, 13.8% alcohol by volume. Is that bad? It's more, more. Okay. Uh, freedom from alcohol limitations and Ohio has finally been granted in 2016, allowing us to brew, to brew Taurus, this super tasty triple oatmeal, Russian Imperial stout Taurus. Is rich, dark, and flavorful the way we like it. This beer is intense. It has been long awaited by the brewery as well as our fans. There comes a day when you break out of your shell and stretch your wings. Now is the time. Time for Taurus. So this is a response to the Ohio regulatory environment? I, I Yes. So they, they finally like they popped the cap and these guys were like, let's brew something huge. Yeah. And so I poured it. It is black as night and, and oily and viscous and smells boozy as all get out. There's a light brown uh, head that didn't last long, probably too, and it had very little carbonation when we popped it. Uh, it is black as night. Uh, you can't begin the, to see through this. So for, for 13.5%, like, it didn't maintain head, but like, it's, got it's, some still, lacing. it's still foamy on the, like the top layer. There's There's bubbles there. It's not like it's... Yeah. Still. Correct. Where you're like, oh, Correct. that's a dead I, that's a dead oyster. I should not eat that one. <laughs> my my head made the form of a, a man with his arms outstretched. So I feel um can you get a date off that bottle anywhere? Because I feel like this has been in my fridge for probably probably not a whole year, but that believe this would be at least like a twenty eighteen batch. 
I cannot get a date off this bottle. That's fine. Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's post-2016. Oh, yeah? Is it's it? deli- it's it's great, actually. Is it? It's just... <sighs> We're in uh, we're we're in that this is the end of summer in the south, um, which means oh man, wow, which means we're <clears throat> football season is has started, but it's you know it's still upper nineties uh, whatever, but we're just not drinking imperial like big bonkers ass stouts, and so having something like this is just a really interesting like much less a triple oatmeal Russian imperial stout. Come January, I'm gonna be like I'll have a white claw, please. No, that's that's that is tasty. That is a solid. It's, it's not it's not barrel aged, right? No, it does not say barrel aged. Okay, yeah, um, it is delicious. It's not overly sweet, boozy, but it balances well. Um, it's good. Yeah, no, I like it. It doesn't have much of a nose. And you get a little grain. You know it. It has the nose is kind of doesn't do it any favors because you just get this general like. Soy saucy, like grainy. It's grainy, yeah. Which yeah, like a little oatmeal. bit. Yeah, yeah, there's oats. Uh, but this is a big beer. Do not kid yourself. There, this was sold in a 16 ounce bottle. It is a, a 22, 22 ounce bottle. That's what I meant to say. It was 22 ounces. I don't know what you're talking about. 22 <clears> ounce <throat> bottle. There's. Uh, I I would feel bad if someone opened this and said, "I'm going to drink this tonight by myself." I mean, it depends on the kind of night you're trying to have. Not a, not one that's going to end with making good decisions. <laughs> well, we'll each drink half. So oh, um, that which that makes me <clears throat> that reminds me of a of a question that's gone around the internet lately. Um, so you know the five hour energy. I'm familiar, right? <clears throat> so if you drink half of a five hour energy, do you get two and a half hours of energy, or do you get five hours of lowered energy? That's not the way it works. Neither of those, then? Yep. <laughs> it's like the, the like how to dog if dogs wore pants, how would they wear pants? Right? Would they wear them on all four legs, or right. just the lower, or just half, the lower right. the waist? Yeah, <clears throat> I um, I recently had to consume a lot of those. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and not to an extreme, not to a dangerous thing, but I needed uh, more focus over a long period of time. So sure. I had two or three. Um, I think in a fifteen-hour energies. <laughs> No, that's crazy, man. I was super intense for five hours. Oh, okay. It's different levels of five hours then. Got yeah. It. Unfortunately, I, and I didn't realize that at the time I was finding a stomach bug. So I was not all with it, but yet I was tired. So I was like, five hour energy drink. Is this screwing with my digestive? Cause I wasn't hungry and I'm always hungry. Eating is right. my favorite thing. So no, it was fine. Okay. I, I got the berry flavor. All right. I think there's another one. Another fine. <laughs> I wonder if they make grapefruit five hour energy. Would that be the best one? certainly be better than lime you wouldn't like it (laughs) you wouldn't you wouldn't like it you piece of shit um so on this podcast we also apparently listen to music or some crap like that um do you want to do that now you have anything else no pre-music pre-music i don't know what we're going to listen to but you were really happy about it which means i'm just gonna think it sucks oh man so uh we're back on we're back on that bullshit where i pick a song and don't tell russ about it and he's just and the internet, by the way, the internet thinks you have shitty uh, taste in music. Good. When has the when has the internet ever been right about anything? Yeah, I'll wait. You can. I'll, I'll wait while I pull up the song. It's fine. Go on. <laughs> so, <clears throat> do you remember um, in the spring? 
probably when kings go off to war. Uh, when 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 men's uh, interests turn to love. Um, cuffing season is over. Cuffing season? You don't know about cuffing season? That sounds okay. Um, to be fair, I for like elk. Or <laughs> I didn't know about cuffing single until I cuffing was single. single. I didn't know about cuffing season until I was single. <laughs> okay. So the math ha- checks out. W- the meth checks out. The math checks okay. out. Okay. So what happens is uh, women choose, as I understand it, mm-hmm. and my understanding of this is vague at best, but women choose a partner to cuddle and snuggle with through the cold winter months. Okay. So mating normally happens around late September, October. You carry that person through with you through all your holiday parties and bullshits. So you have to go through it alone. You get someone to fall asleep with, blah, blah, blah. And then as you awake uh, and you see spring, oh, you also have a date through Valentine's Day. And right. then you cut them loose as we get ready for hot girl summer bikini season. Right. Uh, right, right times right. in which you <clears throat> then really capture a man that you're looking for. So cuffing season? Cuffing season. Is, is when the cutting loose happens? No, no. Cuffing is when you uh, get cuffed. And then you are you are taken off the table for a period of uh, four to six so months. The cuffing season would be like the fall when yes. you're heading in. Okay, Correct. got it, got it. And got then it. you're cut loose. So what is that season when the, the loose cutting happens? I think that's just hot girl summer, trying to find the, the, the person you really want to be with, right. not the person that got you through the cold winter months. Right, 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 right. Okay, got Yeah, it. dude, dude I, I'm telling everybody, don't get divorced. It's yeah. weird out here. Women are super... Okay, let me rephrase that. The women that have accepted my uh, invitation, that's not true, some of them, some of them have been very aggressive physically and emotionally. Okay. Like, oh, you're a father. It seems like a good father. You want to have another baby? No. Okay. Well, what about now? No. Can we go back to your place? Definitely not. Very, very uh, aggressive in advance. I've confirmed this with other people that, uh, yes, they're, 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 the clock's ticking. They feel it. And they, they got shit to get done. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to step you. I feel like you're, you're having a thing. Nope. Nope. I'm done with the thing. I, women, uh, I'm here to listen. I I can turn the recorder off and I am terrified all the time. I feel like you're making a breakthrough. Uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, But I'm looking, I'm ready. I'd like to cuddle with someone. I'd like to hold hands. Yeah. So I was telling Christina who we talked about last episode, she was like, how are you? I'm like, I'm happy. I'm thrilled. I like, I could be hit by a bus in any moment and it'd be fine because I'm happy. I got everything sorted out. I would like someone to cuddle with and hold hands with. And Christina goes, well, I got this body pillow you can borrow. So I said, great. So all I'm left with is to find a hand. (laughs) So (laughs) her husband Keith just went, well, that took a weird turn. Yeah, and the are you familiar with like Japanese body pillow culture? <laughs> Go on. Uh, so you know about anime and all that. I've heard of it. Yeah. So there's a whole wow you that know, beer. <clears throat> there's a whole thing with like, um, I guess there are there are folks in uh, in Japan. I'm assuming that that have a hard time finding someone to couple with, and so they get body pillows that um, it's kind of like halfway between. A regular pillow and like a real doll. <laughs> well, which parts are involved here? So the body pillow is just like a big, it's long, a, rectangular right. yeah. body pillow, and it's got, but it's got like Sailor Moon on it. Oh, or whoever your chosen. No, nah, that's weird. Uh, counterpart. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Is, I'm not into pillow your, humping. That's your life partner. I don't. I'm not into pillow humping. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm not judging you. I listen. I, <laughs> If it's the right body pillow, I mean, come on, what are you going to... I don't, there's not a... Are you some sort of pillow hipster? <laughs> uh, I, I would have, yeah, yeah, I would have someone um, 
not mainstream on the pillow. She'd be a, a CNN commentator. <laughs> CNN commentator would be like Pendulette. <laughs> Let's be fair. It'd be Teller. Yeah, he <laughs> he seems like a much more accommodating lover. So uh, in the spring. When kings go off to war. Uh, shut up. I tweeted about how there's all this good punk rock coming out of Toronto, Canada. Uh, Downtown Canada. Tarnto, Ontario. Um this is one of the bands that I came across. There were a couple. Um, uh, one of them. Do you know that I, that's, a, that's a real band uh, piece in the springtime when kings go off to war? Sure, fine. Okay, go on. Is Just that, trying to bring some culture to the show. Okay, good. Uh, go well, on that, about whatever <clears throat> Toronto. Tell me more about the song we're not going to listen to. We Stop. Secret, <laughs> we've secretly replaced Tony's song. With the orchestral piece in springtime when kings go off to work. Yeah, we'll Let's start the song and it'll be like, what is this shit? <laughs> Let's see if he notices the difference in Folger's crystals. So one of the bands that I identified in this um, current, I guess, bands releasing good stuff out of Toronto is a band called Pup. P-U-P. Oh, wait, wait. Is it P period, U period, P period? No, it's all caps, P-U-P. And, so it's more like Pup! Um, yes, but... Yes, and, yes, but. Um, let me make sure I get this no, right. No, no. It stands for, PUP stands for Pathetic Use of Potential. I'm on board. Okay, right now, I'm, I'm pro-PUP. You're, you're going to, here's the thing. So I routinely will play songs on here. I have a whole board of songs over there. Um, <laughs> I just to, you just, just to it. torment. It's in a pile and it's crumpled up in the box over there. And every now and then I get it out. Um, <clears throat> oftentimes play music that I love, but I know that you're going to hate just to troll you because people love it when honestly, people love it when, um, when you get trolled, um, or That's, when any, when yeah. anyone gets trolled, um, this is uh, a band. Um, I think you're going to like this. I really think you're going to like this song. Um, so pup released it, uh, released it. Uh, released an album Put earlier. Put that on a fucking shirt. Earlier released it. Released it. Just right across the front. Released it. And on the back. Please tweet that at us just so, <laughs> so we can take notes. So conspiracist theorist. <laughs> That'll be on the back. Conspiracist theorist. <laughs> and released it. Let's keep it going. Um, they released an album earlier this year called Morbid Stuff. Um, and I just, I don't want to give any more background play the song you know, whatever so we're gonna do the title track off of morbid morbid stuff which is called uh, morbid stuff
See, Russ, I don't always torture you with music. That, that was, was that was good, right? It was great. Yeah. It was great. It was absolutely a fantastic that song. That song fantastic. It was great. The whole album is fantastic. I, um, I'm not going to do service. I'm not going to do service to anybody. I'm not, I'm, I'm not here. But if, and this is so, this is such a shit show, poor analogy. Go on. Uh, I hesitate to even say it because it's so awful. But it it sounds uh, both in production and quality. It's as if, oh God, this is early Foo Fighters plus Mountain Goats had a baby. <clears throat> the timbre of his voice, the darkness of the lyrics, with the production, especially on the drums. Yeah, early Foo Fighters. I get the Mountain Goats part, hundred percent, and it, we would be insane to think that like they're not big Mountain Goats fans. He's got right. that high pitched, shrill voice, dark and, and the lyrics, way it's not like, toned yeah. down. Yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. like they turn up the timbre of his voice to yeah. make it, you know, cut through. <clears throat> and, and I can't think of another rock band off the top of my head that mixed bass and guitars similarly, which is why I'm only kind of stuck on Foo Fighters. Right. Um, but lyrically, that song is is amazing and I want to hold them. It's super fun. And the whole album is like that. Like I don't, I had never heard of them before. And I granted they got a bunch of press because this album came out in April and I was like, Oh cool. I'll check these guys out. And it was, it's good. <sighs> these are lyrics that, I mean, seriously, I, I would give this guy a hug and say, can I get you to an AA meeting? <laughs> I mean, like what do we, I, uh, I don't know what you want me to say. Stood by watching as your world went up in flames. When you tried everything, but the feeling stays the same. You had it all. You pissed it away. I'm not uh, embracing this as my own journey at all. I'm just like, well, and it's the, the it's the production of those lyrics because you just read them off. But it's like, it's like gang shouted like you pissed it away. Like um, that's oh, it's so satisfying. I don't mean to keep bringing this back to this one person, uh, but I, I was talking to Christina uh, recently because I, I happened to see her and Keith, and we were talking about Africa and some charity work. And it's not even work; she is doing work. Uh, she for, works for that foundation now. Yeah, she yeah. works for women. Uh, and I'm going to screw it up, but women in Africa specifically, I bought a keychain that was made by a woman who lived there and the money would go back to her and not her husband or husbands who would take that money away from her. It, right. It's powerful yeah. work. But I would, the, the most tragic line in Book of Mormon, the musical, <clears throat> is delivered in a comedic way. It's in the middle of Hasadiga Ibawai, which is the big Akuna Matata song, mm -hmm. and it really means fuck you, God. In the middle of it, they say, if you don't like what we say, try living here a couple of days. Watch all your friends and family die. Hasadiga Ibawai. And and that that line has chilled me ever since I've heard it. And mm -hmm. all the people in the theater laugh and they throw it away. And I'm like, did you not hear what they said? And this reminds me of that, mm -hmm. uh, of, of that kind of... Uh, depth and exposure of darkness if that's not if that's not being too overly dramatic sure um i i'm gonna listen to this song again which is uh just i'm and gonna wrap I, myself up in it to be honest with i you. will tell you the album gets much darker <laughs> but in a like in, in a in a rock and roll kind of like it's good yeah but like are we talking like mountain goat dark? oh yeah totally. okay cool i just i i like the honesty <clears throat> Let's be honest. A lot it's, of music so is not honest. Here, like the, 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 one of the things about like Mountain Goats, it's it's fantastic, and this is just a basic like songwriting thing. It's great about this band. It's great about Mountain Goats. It's great about um, another band that's it's that's fantastic at this is Old Ninety Sevens or even Rhett Miller's solo stuff. Is that when you're when you're making a song, you're you're telling a story. So start with the story. Like you start with a a plot line and a narrative, and write down the story. 
And then you fit that into lyrics and like that is going to be 10,000 times better than like, like the, um, you know, the mountain goats, big hit, no children was off their album Tallahassee. And the whole album is based on a couple in North Florida who are on the precipice of divorce. Like their relationship is falling apart. And the entire album is about the different things, the different events that are happening. The, the, the songs aren't specifically about, Hey, we're going to get a divorce. It's about like little events in there that are happening and contributing to that. Um, Sunset tree mountain goats album is like, it's not about the, each song is not about, Hey, my stepdad was super abusive. It's like, here's, here's a story. Like, here's what my senior year in high school was like, you know, this year, that song. Yeah. By contrast of last episode with T Swizzle, how does, and this is just more depressing things about the music industry. How does that, that's the song we did is largely about, as I understand it, her beef with Kanye and she's telling a story and that's fine, but it's, it's two pop icons fighting and just how did, how is that mainstream instead of stuff that's so much better? that tells better stories that has uh, deeper, meaningful. Sorry. I'm just, it just, it's not, it's just depressing. It's not better. It's just more broadly marketed. It sucks. Yeah. That's bad. Thank you for bringing so, this into my life. You're welcome. I have more where this came from. That's enough. Gonna, you got your one win I'm for gonna, today. I'm going to surprise no. you with it when you least expect it. So the beer, the beer, it's fantastic. If we used, uh, how much we drank of this almost 14% beer as a metric while I listen to that song and chatted, uh, I'm halfway through it cause it's strong. You're two thirds of the way through it. Uh, cause it, I'm a man. That's correct. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm, I, I'm not. We, I mean, you're, no. you're not, I mean, you, you're a man. Yeah. You are, you are Russ. Um, you're in a, <laughs> I'm one word. I'm like share. You're an enigma. When people who I know hear the podcast and they're not the type to comment on like Facebook or oh, iTunes God. or Twitter or whatever. And they're like, Hey, listen to your podcast. And I'm like, cool. What'd you think? And they're like, what's the deal with Russ? <laughs> which is a, which is a positive sign. You are a brand. It is you not are an influencer. I, it does not help in meeting a nice lady. She just needs to listen to the podcast. No, in fact, my brothers recently, my one, one of my brothers recently confessed to me that like, oh yeah, you, me and my other brother listen, but we don't tell you we listen because it needs to be your thing. You need to be ex able to explore your space. And I'm like, no one should listen. I, I've made this very clear multiple times. No one should listen. This is my therapy session. People, people only listen for you. That's bullshit. No, You're the I smart talk, one. I talk to them and they're like, I'm the yeah, just more Russ. <laughs> Those people need a hobby. Uh, their hobby is listening to podcasts. Great during their commute. So if you um, if you like this sort of trash, uh, please review us on iTunes. Give us five stars. And if you give us five stars and trash us in the review, we will be happy to read it on the air. Literally, write anything and we'll read it. You can Not have to sound anything but... you write written by this voice. But if you don't leave a five star review, that we're not reading it. No, that, it has to be five thing. star, yeah. and it has to be the 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 worst thing I could ever read. I would. Write something that you would be embarrassed for my mom to hear. Um, I was just trying to think of a, of a, of a filter there for, yeah, but no, yeah, do, do, yeah. Try to offend Russ's mom. And she's grown a lot in yeah. the last no. few years. So, so bring it on. 
Okay. Um, any uh, the beer? We talked about the beer. We talked about the song. The beer is great. The song was great. I'm. We should make more podcasts. Oh God. Sweet. Bye. Bye.